If you're a doctor considering helping clients with hair loss, you probably run into these problems. Expensive upfront equipment purchases just to get started, some more than $100,000. A lot of time requirements from you, the doctor, and your patients may be not able to afford a $10,000 to $30,000 fee. In the show today, you're going to learn about a brand new device out of Europe, which has been proven effective, where you can easily take just a few grafts of hair, you separate out the hair stem cells from that hair, mix it with a growth factor stimulator like PRP or exosomes, and inject that into the scalp to stimulate hair growth again. The entire process takes around an hour in total, and your staff can do most of the work. Patients have usually seen around a 20% increase in hair density and growth, and your office overhead is around $500 per patient, and the average patient charge is only four dollars to $6,000. You want to learn more? Cue the intro. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Hi, I'm Dr. Ross Carter with the Medical Influencer Show. Today, my guest is Alvin. Welcome to the show, Alvin. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And today, I'm excited because we're going to talk about kind of a sensitive subject sometimes. So tell me some things about the hair replacement or implants and hair in general. PRP has been around for about five years, right? Five years ago, nobody was using it. Nobody believed in it. You mean for hair? For hair. Yeah, okay. It's been around a while, but yeah, yeah, for hair. And now now they're more open to it. Now you're seeing doctors' office doing just PRP by itself. So they're injecting the... PRP into the hair follicle area, right? Correct. Correct. And does that help? It does help, but it's only helping the current hair that you have. So if you have the follicle still there, it's making it stronger, longer, and be able to stay there longer. How hair transplant happens, let's talk about how that happens, right? Oh, yeah. One of the ways you can do transplant without actually doing through the surgical transplant is what we call stem cell transplant. Stem cell transplant. From your hair follicles. So you're basically taking grafts from the back of your head, very similar to how you're doing a hair transplant, right? When you're doing a hair transplant, you take a graft or hair follicles, transplant them one by one. Right. The F-I or F-E-U or... Right. F-E-U. Yeah. F-E-U-U, F-U-E-T. When you're doing stem cells, you're basically taking three small little grafts from the back of the head, punches, punch grafts. How big are those? About two millimeters each. Okay. So you won't be able to see them. Right. You're not going to be able to see it, but inside it's got what's called the bulge where the stem cells are. Okay. These are hair stem cells. Correct. These are directly stem cells directly from the hair. They're coming directly. Okay. So instead of actually doing a hair transplant, you're doing stem cells transplant from your own hair. So hair stem cells. Right. So you're doing hair transplants, but you're not doing like 2,000 grafts of them. You're basically taking three to four grafts of them, put it into our kit which basically what that kit does is basically kind of separates the stem cells from the hair and then it activates it. And then you mix it with PRP and you transplant the hair stem cell follicles. All right. So you're saying that you're taking stem cells from your own hair, 
not like mesenchymal, but you're right. using hair stem cells that right. are still active, just a few of them. You're taking that and you're kind of separating them out from the other material. Correct. And then you're using a growth factor, which is a PRP or some other growth factor, to Correct. stimulate them to start the process of actually creating new hair. Correct. PRP was working with your existing hair. Right. Here, you're planting new seeds. Now, let me make a disclaimer here. If you're completely bald and right. you have that shiny spot on the yeah. very top and you just have that very line, you're not going to see much growth. Okay. That whole area is basically like a desert, as we call it, right? <laughs> a desert that's going to be very difficult to grow. So the key factor of doing this is you don't want to wait too long until you get to that stage of no return, right? Uh -huh. You want to take a preventative process and do it early. When you're starting to see that hairline decline, such as myself, right? Or me. Your, your hairline's still good. Well, uh, but you may want to use it for a preventative basis, right? You want to right, continue right. to make it stronger. Now, now, some of them, when you do it, it'll actually kill some of the other ones that I've seen that before where they did the implants, but it actually affected the other hair that was there. Does that happen or no? No. The reason why I was killing it because you were making a little – when you're doing the hair transplant, you were doing punches in that new area. Mm -hmm. So you're also kind of like splitting the seeds, is if you want to call Okay. Got it. Okay. Here, you, you're basically injecting more of a liquid. You're not cutting anything. You're using like a 19 to 21 gauge needle, depending on your preference, mm -hmm. and you're injecting it into the area that you want to treat. Now, I assume you numb this area first. Yes, uh, you want a, a numbing cream. You don't want anything to affect the stem cells once it, once it. Sorry for the interruption. If you are interested in potentially adding hair restoration and regeneration to your practice, simply go to drrosscarter.com and fill out a form to learn more. Now, as a listener, you'll also receive five free PRP kits with any order. Again, go to drrosscarter.com right now and provide the information. On with the show. Well, what kind of proof do you have? Right? Sure. That's the biggest thing. It worked. So in the University of Rome, they did two studies. In those two studies, they used 31 patients, one with placebo and one with the process that we're talking about. Okay. In that study, they used our process, the separation of hair follicle stem cells, plus PRP. Okay. So of the average growth factor in forms of actual hair by the uh, 0.65 centimeter square, it went from 69 hairs to 87.5 hairs. How do you get 0.5 hairs? <laughs> Probably the little tip of the hair, right? Yeah, yeah, just a little piece. Coming out. So you're looking at an almost improvement about 20 to 25 hair follicles in that area that was treated. That's new hair growing. The baseline was 69, and the new one after the – this was taken after 44 weeks. Of How big a space are we talking? 0.65 centimeters square. Okay. No idea. It's tiny, tiny. Oh, okay. You, you got to use a That's 200. 60 hairs to 80 hairs. In Correct. Okay. Correct. And that was in the placebo effect where we all basically just use saline, only one hair grew per centimeter square. Okay. So that was taking 31 patients and 31 patients. This was done in the University of Rome. This is just a recent study. Got it. In 2017, a very similar study was done as well with not so much high-tech technology, but they still use a stem cell trans transplant. They had much bigger equipment. The equipment that we're talking about is about the size of a coffee maker, right? So it's, it's gotten a lot smaller. And they had very similar results as well. Back then, they weren't using PRP. They did use uh, stem cells by themselves. And the growth factor went from 57 hairs to 69 hairs without the PRP factor. So 
you kind of have to have a little bit of both, right? You have to have the stem cells. You want to give us some food. And it's all done within the office itself. The whole procedure from beginning to end is very similar to our PRP treatment. Because if you're already accustomed to doing PRP, this is very similar. It's about 45 minutes to 90 minutes to be able to do the procedure completely. From extracting the three punches to extracting the stem cells to reinserting it back into the area you want to treat. One of the things that you had asked me before when we first talked about, well, what's the count? How many cells are there in those punches, right? So in those studies that we're talking about that they did in Europe, each punch that was taken out, and we recommend three punches, Yes. the number of cells was 3,728 plus or minus 600. Okay. So per graph. 3,000-ish. Yeah. So and you're getting three, so you're getting an average of about 10,000 cells within that mixture factor. You had inquired like, well, what's in there, right? What's yeah. the component that's actually doing it? We asked that to the study, and that's what they gave us back. This is what was actually in each cell. Okay. And that uh, was down by the micro needle, oh, the nanometers measurement lighting factor that they used. And you're saying that this process takes in the, around an hour? That's it? Around an hour, yeah. That's okay. really good because hair transplants takes a day. For a case of 2,000 hair transplants, you're looking at about six to eight hours sitting oh. there from extraction, then you take a lunch break, and then you're putting them in the front, right? <laughs> so, And the majority of places don't have the doctors actually doing the whole hair transplant the whole right. time. They're okay. coming in the beginning, and they're coming in when it's time for transplanting factor of it. Mm-hmm. So taking the doctor's time, anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours on hair transplants. When you're doing this type of device, you're looking at maybe 15, 20 minutes of your time, and then you can pass it along to the appropriate parties. And the price difference is gigantic. That's another big consideration, right? Right. So we took that into consideration. We want to make sure that a cost wasn't an issue. Yeah. Because we knew that when we're selling medical devices, the cost is always the issue. It's convincing the doctor, here's how you're going to make money. Not by doing 10 cases a month, but doing one or two cases when it comes to hair transplant. Right. Average surgeon in the United States doing hair transplants is doing one to three cases of hair transplants if they spent the machine. A month? A month. So one to three a month. Yeah. People who bought either ours or our competitor's machine for hair transplant, right? So how do they get a return on investment on that? <laughs> the biggest feedback that we were getting with doctors is this. They were saying, my dust collector, right? Yeah. <laughs> because they, they buy the machine and the majority of the time it's collecting dust. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good return on it, especially some of those expensive like robotic machines that they have. They're ungodly yeah. amounts of money. Yeah, and those machines are good. I don't want to talk bad about those machines either, right? Because we also sell them, but there's a niche for it. Right? Yeah. So if you're willing to spend the time as a doctor to invest your time and, and get trained and you com- have complete control, yes. you'll do extremely well. Uh-huh. But it takes not only capital for the device, also takes capital for the investment to bring in that patient into the door. True. The cost per That's patient. You got to have a starter. You have to have some way to start. Right. Exactly. So what we say, hey, start to offer options to the patients. Teach them about PRP and stem cells derived directly from themselves and their own hair and also have the option of hair transplant. So kind of like a lost leader, as we want to call it, right? right. Not really losing money, but it's not very expensive for the patient to get into. And the biggest obstacle for patients, too, to get hair transplant is the cost. To actually get a hair transplant, you're going to spend anywhere between ten dollars to $14,000. You mean as the doctor or as the, the patient? As the patient. The ten dollars to $14,000 is what the normal cost for patients for this this uh, normal correct to to get a 2000 graph hair transplant like you're going to be spending anywhere between 10,000 and 15,000 depending on the doctor and the area you're going to 
That makes sense. Okay, well, that's a lot. That's a lot because they usually they charge you per graft, right? Per hair transplant that they're sending, and then anywhere between five to seven dollars per graft. So you're saying you got a PRP kit and a, this extraction kit. You're only on about five hundred dollars per patient after you buy your device, right? Right. Exactly. Well, that's great. So, what is a typical charge for a patient? For the this- average patient cost that we're seeing is about thir- depending on the demographics and the density of the demographics is between yeah. thirty nine hundred. 3900 on the low end and 4500 on the high end. That's just one treatment. Okay, so 3900 to 4500 Let me compare that. There's already people doing what we call the adipose transplant to the hair, mm-hmm. where they're using fat stem cells derived from the cells. They're combining it with the PRP, and they're combining it with the stem cells from fat. Mm-hmm. And they're charging in between 6500 to $7,500 for that. Here, you're using your own hair stem cells, not fat stem cells, but your own, where the growth is happening and you're transplanting that. So it's more specific derived stem transplant. And so tell us about what's the realistic results that this person will notice. You're going to see about a 10% increase of overall hair growth. By the numbers that I told you on the case study that was done, that was almost a 28% increase of hair. But you don't want to tell that to a patient because it varies from person to person. So it's safe enough to be able to say a 10% increase of your hair growth and density. Per time. Per time, correct. But in reality, because you're having hair growth, you're also having density growth. In reality, what the eye sees, the patient's going to see, they're probably going to see about a 25 to 30% increase. Sorry for the interruption. If you are interested in potentially adding hair restoration and regeneration to your practice, Simply go to drrosscarter.com and fill out a form to learn more. Now, as a listener, you'll also receive five free PRP kits with any order. Again, go to drrosscarter.com right now and provide the information. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.